A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. The Gospel of the Lord. When I worked at the student parish at Western Michigan University, we had daily Mass at 5.10, just after the campus offices closed. One Friday, only one woman showed up for Mass. Because the Mass is something we celebrate together, I always had a where two or three come together policy. Since there was only one person, we would not have Mass, but we would read the scriptures and then receive communion from the tabernacle. The woman said that was fine. After we read the readings, I offered a few comments, and then I asked her, What about you? What are your thoughts today? She began, Well, my divorce was final today. In that moment, I realized I had to break my own rule and celebrate the Eucharist with her. We need to break bread because your life has been broken Although I don't remember her name, I will never forget the two of us standing at the altar, being made one in the breaking of the one bread. Something similar has been going on in our churches. Even though the Eucharist is the source and summit of our Christian life, in the middle of March, Catholic churches canceled the public celebration of the Eucharist. The obligation to attend public Mass has been suspended, and this week the Archbishop extended that permission until Thanksgiving. Many of our routines have been changed of necessity during this pandemic. Some things are changed for good. The 70-year exile in Babylon had changed God's people, and now the prophet Isaiah is struggling with the question, do we try to go back to the way things used to be, Or do we find a new path forward? The children of Israel are God's chosen. So in a time of crisis, there is always the temptation to close in and circle the wagons. But Isaiah insists that just as God is the one who is righteous and just, so Israel too must maintain justice and do what is right. Isaiah expands the vision And the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to minister to him, 
to love the name of the Lord and to be his servants. These I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. When God called Abraham, God said, I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. In you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. God's righteousness is not limited to the children of Israel, but rather goes out from them to all the nations. In today's gospel, Jesus is moving toward the region of Tyre and Sidon. This is Gentile territory. And a woman from that region comes out to him. In Mark's gospel, she is a Syrophoenician woman, but Matthew labels her a Canaanite, the ancient enemies of Jews. In the book of Exodus, the Jews are commanded to have nothing to do with Canaanites. They are to be exterminated. It's helpful to locate today's gospel in the context of the last two Sundays. Two weeks ago, Jesus fed the 5,000 in the wilderness with the five loaves and the two fish. In effect, Jesus was reenacting the story of Moses and the feeding of the children of Israel with manna in the desert. Last Sunday, Jesus sent the disciples in a boat to go on ahead to the other side while he himself went up the mountain. Moses, too, went up the mountain. He never entered the Promised Land. It was Joshua who led the Ark of the Covenant and the children of Israel through the waters of the Jordan into the Promised Land. The disciples are in the boat crossing into the Promised Land, and Jesus, Joshua, comes across the waters, leading them safely into the land of promise. The Canaanites were the people in the land of Israel at the time of Joshua. There were no Canaanites at the time of Jesus. Matthew's gospel is written to a Jewish community who are struggling with the reality that the church they grew up in is not the same church today. It's clear from our reading from Paul today that Paul is the apostle to the Gentiles, and Gentiles are now in the church. By the end of Matthew's gospel, the mission has changed. Go, make disciples of all nations. When Matthew is writing the gospel, the church has a mission to the Gentiles. Could it be that Matthew is making the point to his community that just as Jesus was able to understand his ministry in a more inclusive way, even of the hated ancestral enemy of his people, the church, too, has to make this same transition. The Canaanite woman calls out to Jesus, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. She is calling him by his very Jewish title, a messianic title. In next Sunday's Gospel, Peter will confess that Jesus is the Messiah, and that confession is enough to build a church on. The disciples tell Jesus to send her away, and Jesus answered them, notice, not the woman, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That was the very instruction Jesus gave his disciples when he sent them on mission, adding, Do not go into Gentile territory. 
Jesus has a make Israel great again policy, but he's breaking his own rule. He is in Gentile territory. It's not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs, Jesus says. Now, dogs were not allowed in a Jewish home. In order to feed dogs with the bread of the children, you'd have to take the bread off the table, walk to the door, open it, and throw it outside to the dogs. But in Gentile houses, the dogs were allowed inside. If you wanted to feed the dogs with the bread of the children, all you had to do was reach down with the leftovers. She says, Yes, Lord. Notice she changes his title and literally turns the table on him. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. She reminds Jesus of his universal outreach by calling him Lord. If Jesus will live within that identity, he will see that she is not outside the house. She is inside the master's house. She may not be a child at the table, but she is one who is eager for any food that Jesus has to offer. She may even be quoting the Psalm of David to the son of David. In Psalm 17, we read, By your hand, O Lord, may their bellies be filled with what you have stored up for them. May their children have more than enough. May they leave something over to their little ones. The Canaanite woman is living right here among us today in every person or group of persons who has to face marginalization, racism, and violence. She lives among us in Leslie McSpadden, the mother of Mike Brown, who cries out for justice in vain as she mourns the death of her son, who was gunned down in the street by a police officer. In the very next verses, immediately after Jesus met the woman of great faith, he hosts another meal in the wilderness. This time there are 4,000 people, with seven loaves of bread and a few small fish, and there are seven baskets left over. This is not a Jewish feast with twelve baskets. The number seven corresponds to the seven days of creation. There are seventy nations in the ancient world. This is a sign that Jesus has a new policy. Instead of making Israel great again, Jesus is making the whole of creation and all humanity great. Instead of bread only for the children of Israel, there is bread for all the children of God. It turns out the woman was right. There was enough for everyone with some left over.